This is the True Self Manifestation Podcast with your host, Angel Menudo. I am a licensed psychotherapist, certified clinic coach, and a little woo with a passion for manifestation and internal family systems. Through the years, I noticed that New Age manifestation practices relied on spiritual bypassing and positive thinking only instead of getting to the root of potential blocks and barriers for building your self-worth. Then, I found internal family systems, and it changed the way I saw manifestation. Each week, I will discuss how to use IFS to tap into your true self-energy, build your worth, and work with the parts that are sabotaging your manifestations, and frankly, your life. This is not the law of attraction. This is getting to the root of what's blocking your manifestations so that you can be open to the universe and manifest the life you've always wanted. So join me on this journey to learn how to live in alignment with your true self and break free from limiting beliefs, past programming, conditioning, expectations, and societal pressures, and the other things that are keeping you stuck from living your best life. It's not a coincidence you're here. Welcome to the True Self Manifestation Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Episode 7 of the True Self Manifestation Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about reconnecting to yourself. This is something that has been on my mind recently, and I wanted to go into more detail about all of it and share my story of how I lost myself recently and how I reconnected. So lately, I've been feeling really disconnected, overwhelmed, stressed, and a little burned out. I was feeling so discontent. I was getting up every day with a sense of urgency. I was asking myself, like, what was on my to-do list for the day? Like, what could I get done? How much time did I have? It never felt like enough time. My friend and I were just talking about this, and she nailed it when she said, so you're wishing for more than 24 hours in a day. And yeah, yeah, I was. I was stuck in the daily grind. My sleep was being affected. I was staying up later to get some me time, which ultimately affected my mood the next day. It increased those feelings of stress and overwhelm. I realized that by doing this, I was essentially ignoring my intuition, my true self. I didn't have time to meditate. Or I should say, I didn't make time to meditate, work out, tune in. All was on my mind was I needed to get things done. But I was exhausted. I've spent over a year working with an integrative medicine doctor to heal my HPA dysfunction, which is also known as adrenal fatigue. At my appointment last month, we reviewed my labs and how I was feeling, and I had finally gotten to a point where I was doing so much better. I was feeling so much better. I had more energy finally. I had more joy. Through the year or so, I've implemented numerous lifestyle changes, 
food, supplements, and as soon as I was feeling better, not as exhausted, more like me, one of my parts started pushing again. It took a bit to recognize what was happening, and it creeped up on me. Old habits coming back in, newer habits left by the wayside. I knew that if I didn't stop this, I was going to just be right back where I started. And I really, really made such an effort to get where I was. And then I went to Tulum, Mexico, which some of you know, I mean, it's it's my happy place. I, I absolutely love it there. There's something magical about it. And my intention was to relax, recharge, rest. This trip became so much more than that. This trip helped me reconnect to my true self. I spent a lot of time at this place called Holistica Wellness Center. It's a two-minute, it was a two-minute walk from our Airbnb. So it really worked out very well. One of the nights I did this traditional cacao ceremony. The idea of the ceremony is to reconnect to your spirit, your true self. And open yourself up to your inner child to help it heal. It's rooted in feminine energy, the ability to be, to connect, to love. And I knew I was working more from that masculine energy lately with a do, do, do. This is why this thing spoke to me so much and why I really wanted to go and do it. And I do talk more about feminine and masculine energy in my last podcast. So please go check it out if you haven't heard it already. Now, the ceremony itself took place in the Domo, which is the dome at Holistica. It was this beautiful concrete building with arches all around. And the arches were plated in mirror tiles that reflected the light shining from the bottom. It was stunning. The energy inside was so peaceful, serene, and very comforting. They had these mats set up around the dome at each arch. So I and the other participants all sat around the big circle with our guides in the center. We did our blessings to the north, the south, east, and west asking for our ancestors to help us on this journey and giving gratitude. We were given this amazing, warm cacao drink. It's kind of like a hot chocolate. And we were asked to mindfully drink it so that we can increase the ability to connect with our spirit, our soul. And then we lay down on our mats as our guides offered guidance and a sound bath. At first, (laughs) my parts made it so difficult to connect with my true self. They were all over me. Thankfully, I was able to unblend for my parts and work with the ones that were holding on to so much pain from the past. And when I say unblend, I mean I had to envision my parts all lying down on the mats around me. I had to give them each a mat so that they all can lie down. And they can be separate, but they all wanted to be in the room. Because I asked if they wanted to leave the the dome, but they did not. They wanted to be there, but that was the compromise of being able to have them on the mats. 
so that they were on not on me and we were able to work together with the parts on their mats i then envisioned true self me going around to each mat and seeing what the part needed or just even showing gratitude to the parts that have been working so hard including the taskmaster part of me that's been running things lately she has been working very diligently and i have let her but this is also how I became so disconnected lately. On the day that I did the ceremony, it was my 11-year sober anniversary, which was special all, all on its own. But during the ceremony, I talked to the part that was still holding onto all of the sadness and despair from those years of drinking. When I saw this part, she looked disheveled, disillusioned. She was hurt, angry, and so, so sad. She seemed so hopeless. She was just slumped over herself on her mat, barely making eye contact with me. I asked her how she wanted to let go of all of this pain, sadness, hopelessness, and hurt that she's been holding on to all of these years. And she told me that she wanted to smash bottles, wine bottles, liquor bottles, beer bottles. And so we did. In my mind's eye, of course, <laughs> I didn't start smashing things in the middle of the ceremony. I let her get it all out, though. All that rage, anger, sadness, despair came out with each bottle she smashed. When she was finished smashing those bottles, she looked at me and I saw this light twinkle in her eyes. A sense of release and hopefulness filled her body. A smile came across her face. She held herself tall. She looked so empowered. It brought tears to my eyes watching this transformation. There were other parts that I worked with too and helped let go of things that they were holding on to, including a young version of me wanting to let go of feeling like she wasn't enough. This had a lot to do with my father growing up. For her, she wanted to burn pages of her diary in a big bonfire. And so again, in my mind's eye, well, we did just that. The other parts were all around us and they were railing her on. Fun fact, my parts love burning things. Doing IFS for all of these years, I have found that it's actually very common for our parts to want to burn things as a way of letting go, releasing, unburdening. It's very cathartic. After the ceremony, I shared my experience with my partner and I cried. I was outside in the jungle at dusk in this beautiful, magical place, weeping. It was more releasing. It was integrating everything. And that resulted in a sense of relief. It was so cool. Ah, but the journey did not end there. The next day, we signed up for another experience called Journey into the Soul. Now on Holistica's website, it's described as past life regression hypnosis a unique opportunity to explore the depths of your true self 
and understand key elements of your soul's journey. Our past life experiences help us identify patterns, recognize strengths, and embrace challenges in our present life, as well as giving us clues to our passion and purpose. And let me tell you, as soon as I read this, I was like, oh, I like this. I mean, I thought that with the cacao ceremony, but this, oh my God, like hallelujah, right? Fabulous. This was also located in the Domo. Amber, the hypnotherapist that created this experience, walked us through what we are going to experience throughout this journey, how she was going to take us back to our recent memory, a past memory before the age of five, and then a past life memory to help us identify our soul's journey and patterns. Now, I'll tell you, this was phenomenal. While going through the hypnosis, which was Amber walking us down these stairs to a hallway full of doors, choosing the door that felt right and getting deeper and deeper into our subconscious. I was able to see patterns of how I am more likely to close myself off, my emotions, my intuition. It led me to a very early childhood memory showing me the last time I was quote-unquote allowed or felt safe expressing emotions. This was when I was around three or four years old. Then I went into a past life. I opened this door that led to this bright space. It looked like I was made of concrete. There was so much light pouring into this space. It felt so warm and inviting. There was this large table with these bowls of all sizes, mortar and pestles, and rows of shelves on the far wall. The shelves were outfitted with these small jars of herbs and things, like these plants and stuff. And then I saw me, past life me, wearing this white flowy dress with long brown curly hair tied up on my head with flowers around it like a crown. Which, by the way, I've always wanted long luscious locks, so I was kind of excited to see this. Because uh, my hair is not like that. But... <laughs> I was fluttering around, past life me, was fluttering around the room, mixing things up in the bowls. Someone asked if I could help them with an ailment, and I was able to deduce that I had been a healer. As I had watched and was able to fast forward, thanks to envisioning a remote control, which is really cool, I indeed was that. I noticed that I was in tune using my intuition to guide my decisions as well as my knowledge of the plants so that I can help people and heal them. After this session, I went right back to my Airbnb and started journaling all of this down, allowing my logical part just to take, just like to try to make sense of it all, right? Put all the pieces together. And what I came out with was that essentially it was just another reminder that I needed to be in touch with all of me, that my soul, my true self needs to be present, that I must be self-led and not letting the parts just take over. And that was really powerful because, I mean, I say this, I say this all the time on here. I say this everywhere, right? And it's interesting to see that 
even though I've worked hard with trying to connect with my intuition and my emotions, that the default is not connecting because there is a three or four-year-old in there who doesn't think that it's safe. And that's something that I will work with and see if we can open that up some more after, you know, all of this. But just wanted to share that. Now, you don't need to go to Tulum or on vacation to reconnect with your true self. You can do this right in the comfort of your own home, out in nature, a park, backyard, balcony, whatever you've got, patio, anything, right? Like anything, wherever calls to you. When we are disconnected from our true self, we can feel out of alignment, anxious, stressed, burned out, depressed. We can feel unfulfilled, undeserving, unworthy, like something is missing. We can be hypercritical of ourselves. Our people people pleasing or perfectionist tendencies can increase and spike up. This leads us to missing cues from the universe, missing opportunities. We take our we talk ourselves out of things. We stay in toxic and unhealthy relationships. We're unable to set healthy boundaries. We don't prioritize ourselves and our self-worth diminishes. And we can't trust ourselves. Our nervous system, when we're disconnected and we're feeling the stress and overwhelm, is in this perpetual state of fight, flight, freeze, fawn. We're overworking our adrenals. What we want to be in is the parasympathetic nervous state of rest and digest. This is where we can take the opportunity to slow down, connect, unblend from our parts, and shift perception of what's going on beyond the daily hustle and grind. When we are in this state, we feel safe, secure, we trust in the universe, and in our true self. We are, uh, we are able to be aware of our parts trying to step in and take the lead. This also helps us build our self-worth by getting to a place internally where we can feel safe, secure, and trusting. Our worth is going to increase more and more. Mindfulness is such a buzzword nowadays, but really it's for good reason. Mindfulness is the first step. We must be aware of our internal world, our parts, so that we can notice when we're not in tune, disconnected, and then we can reconnect. This awareness becomes trust, trust in ourselves, trust from our parts that we are doing the right thing. This is how we become self-led, meaning that true self is in the lead and the parts are co-piloting instead of the other way around, or throwing true self out the door. You're probably asking, okay, so how do you do this? Well, good news is is that I have this amazing free offer. It's called the Mindfulness Check-In Guide. This is going to show you 
through exercises on how to tune into you, recognize what's going on inside, what is activating it, and why you're reacting in this way. Now, going further, I added two of my tried and true skills that I have been teaching clients for years to bring yourself back to center, become grounded and present, and move from that sympathetic nervous state of fight, flight, freeze, or fawn to the parasympathetic nervous state of rest and digest. I want all of you to be able to reconnect to your true self, your authentic self, your intuition. I want you all to be able to go from a feeling of stress and overwhelm to a feeling of peace, feeling at ease, that contentment. The link is in the show notes for this guide. So please go get it. It's it's great. It's really going to help. And it's something that you can just practice and keep doing. And then it just builds and builds. And it builds all of those things, like I was saying, with building that trust and building that awareness, and then being able to take more control of what's going on internally. That's wonderful things, right? That's the key. So again, the link will be in the show notes, or you can go on my website at trueselfmanifestation.com to get it. So I want you to please take advantage of this free offering and reconnect. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode with my story time. Um, I hope you liked it. Uh, Until next time, happy manifesting, my friends. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the True Self Manifestation Podcast. Check out the show notes for any links mentioned here. And while you're at it, grab my free mini course on how to manifest without the self-sabotage. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. And please leave a review where you listen to podcasts. And if you love this episode, share it with a friend. Thanks again, and I'll see you soon.